Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of my podcast. You guys, I joked about it. I talked about it. I'm actually doing it. I've started a podcast. It's real. It's a little bit unhinged of me, but at the same time, it makes sense. You know, like it, it makes more sense for me to have a podcast than to not have a podcast. And... I'm really glad you're here with me. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. This is kind of nerve-wracking for no reason. Okay, I guess we'll just get right into it. I mean, I am currently shirking my responsibilities a little bit. It is finals week. Um, I, you know, actually, no. No one wants to hear me talk about it. I'm not going to talk about finals because nobody is interested in hearing me talk about finals. Um, But I will say, I'm currently in my room, you know, shout out McBain215. I'm sitting on my rug that I got from Costco, shout out to Costco. And I'm literally recording this on my iPhone. Like, I I don't even have a software downloaded. This is a voice memo right now. This is, like, literally a voice memo. I don't know what the final product's gonna turn out like. It's kind of, like, a homemade vibe, I would say. It's a homemade vibe. It's kind of, like... It's not ironic, I would say, but it's definitely self-aware, you know? Like, I'm using my iPhone as my mic, and, like, I obviously made my cover art in Photo Booth, in case you can't tell... Like, I don't know. I feel like if it's 1 p.m. on a Thursday afternoon and you're waiting for your CC Zoom class to start and you're like, let me do some power poses right now and do a little photo shoot on my laptop, um, you know, there's a level of self-awareness that comes with that. I like to think I have it. So um, that's kind of what we're rolling with right now. We're low budget. We're cost friendly. You know, we're keeping the costs low. We are low resolution, we're low, low definition, but we're really high quality. And that's what matters. Because, guys, I'm not going to put something into the world that I didn't put my whole heart and soul in. You... This is only going to be heard by the best of the best people in the world. So, you know, I got to show a little love. And I am going to do that. Um, Oh, I do want to say... I do have my eye on a mic. I guess I'm just kind of, you know, we're doing a little trial run first. We're going to see how this goes. We're going to see if it's good. If I feel like getting the mic, I'll get the mic. But uh, I don't know. I was I was literally on Amazon. I, I clicked add to cart. The mic is still sitting in my cart right now. My new thing is just kind of, I'm trying to incorporate more critical thinking in my life. So my new thing is just like before I make a decision or do something kind of crazy i'm like let's think critically about this first like a good example of this is that the other day i ordered a dress and it came and i was like oh it fits so weirdly let me go exchange it let me return it Um, but then i was like you know let me just check on the website to see what the model wearing it looked like and lo and behold i was wearing the dress backwards so you know that's a good example so along a similar vein i was about to buy this mic on amazon then i was like let's think critically you know, because what am I what am I going to do if I give up on the podcast, but I have this mic? Oh, my God. Just like every day looking at this mic, a reminder of like my failed podcast. You know what I mean? So so I didn't go with the mic where um, 
um, we're, uh, you know, Jesus, take the wheel with this one. We're hoping that this, this Apple hardware pulls through today. And, and how good of a name is nearsighted? <laughs> this is me trying to do, this is me trying to do segues. How good of a name is nearsighted? I don't really know what it means. I don't really know how I came up with it. Um, so actually this podcast didn't really come to fruition until I was like brainstorming names and I thought it'd be fun to kind of share the names that didn't make the cut. I don't know. People always like hearing that, right? There's a lot of them. Here's the short list. So the first two were kind of cop-outs, you know, this, this might be a 70% Taylor Swift content podcast. So I was like, I could do the Abby Taylor's version. I could do the Abby from the vault, but those are... I don't know. Anyone can come up with that. Like I could tack, I could tack anyone's, I could tack Taylor's version onto anyone's name. It doesn't mean anything, you know? So I thought to myself, let's, we can do a little better than that. I didn't know about that one. Then we had objection relevance, which I thought was kind of funny, a little callback to the mock trial days. And then kind of an offshoot of objection relevance. I had allegedly, you know, if I just had a podcast called allegedly kind of has a nice ring to it. But then the problem with a lot of these podcast names is you don't realize how many people have podcasts in the world and how many of them had the same name ideas as you. So pretty much everything I typed in, like when I typed in allegedly, do you know how many podcasts are just called like allegedly? So many podcasts. So I was at that point, I was kind of going for original. So then I thought to myself, like, what if I just had a podcast called Nar? Nar? like but i don't know that's kind of that's a little tough another candidate this actually would have been a really good candidate it's you know what i mean because i've been told that i say that a lot because like i don't do you know what i mean i know what i mean do you know what i mean and then i then i had eye mouth eye which is like kind of this is hard to it's kind of hard to describe things over podcasts because there's such a because it's literally a non-visual medium. Anyway, um, you know when you do like the eye, um, the single eye emoji, and then the mouth emoji, and then the single eye emoji, and then you kind of make this face that's like, I don't even really know how to describe what the face looks like with words. You've definitely seen the face before. It's one of my favorite emoji groups, emoji chains to use. It kind of just looks like a blank stare. Like, if you're looking at some, you're like, what, what? <laughs> at a loss for words. Blank stare at a loss for words. So eye, mouth, eye was a category. And then the last finalist, I was actually choosing between this one and nearsighted. The last finalist was hairbrush karaoke, which also could have been a vibe because that's pretty fun. That's got good energy to it. But no, ultimately, none of these names made the cut. Nearsighted was the one. I typed it into Spotify. I actually have the only show on Spotify called Nearsighted. Go me. Now you'll know where to find me. And uh, yeah, I thought about it a little more. I was like, that's a great podcast name. Like, first of all, I am nearsighted. That's probably something that you would know about. I feel like I talk about that a lot. I don't know. I'm not like legally blind or anything. I'm not like super nearsighted. It's just kind of funny that I, I, I guess I talk about it a lot. I've actually been nearsighted my whole life. I was allegedly born with like imperfect vision. 
now that I'm saying that out loud, I don't really know if that's a thing. I'm saying allegedly because it's obviously not something that I know for myself. It's more like something that my mom told me when I was a kid. I don't actually know if that's a thing. Can babies be born with imperfect vision? Whatever, I allegedly was. So I've been nearsighted my whole life. It's my experience. I got my first pair of glasses when I was like five or six years old. And it was the first time I ever saw like individual leaves on the trees. It was a crazy experience. Um, Yeah, bottom line, I have bad vision. But I think the other part of the name is like, you know, when you like can't see something like uh, if your room's really messy, but it's it's like it's all in a or like if a drawer is really messy or if like the storage underneath your bed is really messy, but it's out of sight and you can't really see it. Like I kind of have that thing where as long as I don't see it, it kind of doesn't exist. And then similarly, if it's not really in my mind's eye, like if it's not something that I'm constantly thinking about, it also just doesn't exist. So it's kind of this idea that like there are very few things that are on my mind's eye. Like there are very few things that I can kind of see mentally and everything else is just not there. A great example of this is like, like, I don't know, I've kind of been going through this phase where I like have trouble seeing men, but particularly white men. Like it's to the degree that I'll like run into someone I know on the street and like nearly bump into them or like like bump into them because I don't see them. Like I would literally walk through them like they were a ghost or something. Or it's like someone will say hi to me and then they'll confront me later about why I didn't say hi to them, but I never saw them in the first place. You know, it's it's not a bad it's not a bad trait to have. I'm not saying it's bad necessarily. I'm just like saying it's interesting. It's an interesting one for sure. We could we could do a whole episode unpacking that one. That would be fun. But yeah, so that's just like a good example of the selective site. So kind of a funny name. And I guess the content on this podcast is kind of just me talking about the things that are at the very very front of my mind. And I feel like 70% of that is Taylor. I don't know, like every day I just constantly think Taylor Swift thoughts. So uh, that's, uh, I don't know, if you're not on board with that, I'm very sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. (laughs) What a ridiculous thing to apologize for. Okay. Anyway, I hope you're all doing well right now. What's new with me is that I... What is new with me? I saw Spencer the other night. That was really good. I actually, I'm not qualified to say if a movie is really good or really bad. I'm actually not qualified to comment on movies in general. It's just like, um, you know, I liked it. I sat there two hours past the movie ended. I was like, that was two hours. It felt like not two hours. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Sorry, got to get that enunciation on point. Kristen Stewart was fantastic, in my opinion. And her outfits, her outfits were amazing. My favorite one was the vibrant blue coat, the overcoat that she wore with a black miniskirt. And it was, um, I think she wore it on Christmas Day. And it was when the scene where she's, talking to queen elizabeth she's wearing that outfit it's just fantastic in every way and i would love a coat like that i would love that coat oh my god i would eat it up i felt like there were times i thought her british accent was really good i thought that there were times where her like tone sounded more american because british people like they're not just like it's not just a different 
accent. It's it's like it's a different tone. You know what I mean? I'm so sorry for doing that accent. I'm so. I also I also do have a Diana a Kristen Stewart Diana impression that I also like. I could theoretically do it and then cut it out. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I was just thinking about it. It's just that I don't know. I could do it. I I'm not gonna. I just cu- I'll cut it. Okay, here's the thing. If there's a weird gap in the audio, it's because I cut out my impression. So this is when. <laughs> This is when Kristen Stewart is talking to her sons and her sons are like, why can't, why can't we open our presents on Christmas day like normal people? And she goes, you know, in school you do the tenses. There's the past, the present, the future. Well, here there is no future. The past and the present are the same. We hold for applause. I never said it was a good impression. I said I had an impression. I didn't say I have a, I I didn't have a good impression. I just had an impression I'm definitely going to cut this bit out. Okay, anyway, let's let's delve into it. I thought that it would be fun for my very first episode to, you know, because 2021's almost over, to kind of just talk about the Taylor Swift songs that, you know, I really, really grew to love in 2021. And this isn't me being like, I loved all too well Taylor's version, 10-minute version from The Vault, because, like, everyone knows that. You know, like, that would be... Like, you don't need to hear me talk about All Too Well yet again. So these are going to be the songs that I kind of used to not show enough love. Like, I've always loved, I've always loved All Too I've never not shown All Too Well love, you know? So these are going to be the songs that I used to, like, not show enough love. And, like, now I show them the amount of love they deserve. And it happened in 2021. Okay, here we go. Number one is holy ground also if you haven't heard any of these songs you should go listen to them they're all like really really fantastic i don't need to tell you they're fantastic they're fantastic (laughs) um okay holy ground so whole you know how there's that like one song like you think back to a year and you're like this is the one song that i was always listening to this year um this is also kind of why i think spotify wrapped is fake because holy ground was not in my top five whatever so holy ground is a song about how the start of a relationship is really exciting and you enter this brief period that i think a lot of people would call it the honeymoon phase but taylor calls it holy ground um just this period where everything is good and you don't have to worry about the the chorus is just darling it was good like right there where we stood was holy ground something like that but i honestly think it's kind of just about all of the moments in life where you kind of just look around and you're like damn life is really good right now and i mean okay i don't want to be that person who's like this isn't such a good year but 2021 has been a really good year of my life it hasn't been like super cinematic or the fantastic the the best thing ever 24 7 but I think for the most part, I grew a lot this year. I learned a lot about myself. Um, and I just like, I just had a blast. It was nothing special. I just kind of had a blast. So I kind of feel like as the year is coming to a close, I look back at this whole year and I'm like, this whole year right there where we stood was holy ground. It's like, if I could press pause on this year, I would. And that's a good place to be in. You know, I'm really grateful for that. 
So yeah, give it a listen, will ya? There's also this really good performance. It's probably, I don't know if I would say it's my favorite Taylor performance ever. It's definitely up there. Um, she played an acoustic version of Holy Ground from the BBC Live Lounge. So if you just search Taylor Swift Holy Ground BBC Live Lounge, it should come up. And that is a beautiful performance. And it's also kind of got like a sunset theme aesthetic. And everyone knows that like, if there's one thing I love, it's Taylor Swift. But if there's another thing I love, it's a sunset, you know, so best of both worlds there. Okay, anyway, moving on to song number two and three, we have Cornelia Street and Delicate. These are two pretty popular songs. Um, If you haven't heard these, literally, what the fuck is wrong with you? Sorry, that was really unnecessarily aggressive. Still, though, I often think of Cornelia Street and Delicate kind of as a unit um, because they have similar... So I actually, in case you missed it, I started playing guitar this year and I learned both of these songs on the guitar because they both have similar chords um, in a similar progression and they're both pretty easy to play. And in general, I've just always felt like the instrumentals and the beats and the chill mellow vibes of the songs have kind of echoed each other and they're both kind of about relationships that are in very delicate, if you will, situations. And they're both New York themed and they're both West Side themed dive bar on the west side where you at you know i'd never walk cornelia street again i would say that the best part of delicate i don't know if anyone else feels this way but this part makes me go absolutely nuts the first part is the beat drop right after the intro like the dive bar on the east side where you oh wait dive bar on the east side it's totally not dive bar on the west side no it's it's east or it's either east or west. It's not north or south. I know that at least. That beat drop and then there's also another one where right after the in the beginning of the second verse verse where she says third floor on the west side me and you and then there's a beat drop and it goes handsome you're a mansion with the view to the girl. It's really hard to describe songs on podcasts. It's like really really hard. Um okay, song number 4 is Cowboy Like Me. This song is off of Evermore. It came out at the end of last year. I was kind of like, eh, it's fine. First of all, the opening line, she says, and the tennis court was covered up with some tent-like thing. What a great image right off the bat. Just like, you know when they have those weird um, fundraisers on sports venues? Like they just like put put a weird tent over a tennis court and then like everyone dresses up black tie for no reason it's like you're standing on a tennis court you know what i mean so anyway that's just a that's a great image strong start and then the rest of the song doesn't disappoint either also off of evermore there's it's time to go which is a fantastic song i've i've been saying that all of these songs are fa- i need to stop saying that these songs are fantastic or good because that's obviously they're all good anyway It's Time to Go is about that moment where you realize you've grown out of something, like you've outgrown something. So the chorus, she says, the snaps from the same old, or no, that old familiar body ache, the snaps from the same little breaks in your soul. And that's that's such a good description. Like, 
if you're ever in a situation and you're like, I don't know, something feels off. I feel really uncomfortable right now. Something hurts a little bit, but it's just, it's, it's nothing physical. It's just emotionally, like something feels really off-putting and you've felt that feeling before. You can't really articulate it. It's just the snaps from the same little breaks in your soul. That's been a good one in the context of 2021. Been outgrowing things and realizing, as the title of the song suggests, it's time to go. Okay, next we have That's When from The Vault, Taylor's version. This one was one of The Vault songs off of Fearless, Taylor's version. Came out in April. Keith Urban is on it. It's a good country tune. And if there's anything I love, it's a good country tune there's specifically this one part that's absolutely the best thing ever and they both like in sync they're like crying it's so good i love a good twang i love a good country moment it's it's super catchy it's so good if there's i would actually have to say if there's one song that you have to listen to off no actually you have to listen to all of them that's one is a really good one though next we've got king of my heart from reputation Here's what I'll say about reputation and 2021 for me. So in case you missed it, I had COVID in September. Really unfortunate. I actually still don't know where I got it. But um, so anyway, I had to go in into Columbia's isolation facility for like a week and a half, um, 10 days. And I was only really sick for the first few days. And then I, I was fully recovered. Not sick at all, just like locked in this room. So yeah, I every day I would put on the reputation. I'm actually not exaggerating at all. Every day after I got well, I would put on the the reputation stadium tour, and I would perform the whole thing. Like by perform, I mean I was performing the whole thing. I was singing into my hairbrush. I was I was dancing along with Taylor. I did. I did all of it every day. It was the best ever. And King of My Heart, specifically live, hits really hard. When she's going into the final chorus from the bridge, that like, and all I... I'm not going to try to sing it. I'm not going to try to sing it, actually. You'll just have to go listen to the song, I guess. All right. Next, we've got free songs from Lover. I've kind of grouped these together because, I don't know, Cruel Summer, all I have to say about that one is that it's probably the greatest running song that's ever been invented. It was my number two song of 2021 on Spotify, and that's probably because I listen to it at least once, sometimes twice, sometimes three times, every every time I ran. What a good song. Next, we've got False God which if you haven't seen it, you have to watch the SNL performance. It's the one where Phoebe Waller-Bridge hosted and then she was kind of like wearing this this really gay, if I might add, suit. And she's there's like a guy playing a saxophone. He's really carrying the whole performance, if we're being honest, the saxophone guy. Yeah, False God, it's a jazzy song. It's chill, it's mellow. It's got this saxophone in the background. It's kind of sexy. It's, you know, she's talking about how... Um, like the chorus is like the altar is my hips even if it's a false god you know stuff like that it's it's really good and there's also some good new york imagery in there too give it a listen and then the third song in this little lover trio is death by a thousand cuts which um i don't know what i was on before but 
I never really liked this. Well, I always liked it. I've liked all of her songs, pretty much. Not all of them. Most of her songs I've liked since the first time I've listened to them. But Death by a Thousand Cuts, I was always like, "Eh, it's fine. Everyone loves it a lot. I think it's just fine. And then, I don't know, something clicked with me this year. Um, Something about the, like, I had to pull out the lyrics. You would be surprised how hard it is to come up with lyrics without singing them. And also just, like, the ones from the middle of the song off the top of your head. Anyways. My time, my wine, my spirit, my trust. Trying to find a part of me you didn't take up. Gave you too much. Anyway, that part, for some reason, that that got me this year. I don't know what it was. All right. But anyway, now I love Death by a Thousand Cuts as much as everyone else. I would like to formally issue an apology to Taylor Allison, to Death by a Thousand Cuts, to the Lover album, just to, just to everyone for not loving that song enough before this year. All right, second to last on the list is Treacherous, which is also off of Red, so you can go give Taylor's version a listen. This song is about, well, the way Taylor described, there's this great video of her singing it, performing it for the first time back when she was like, literally 21 years old um and she's at a secret session before the release of red and she says this is when you're entering a new relationship and you just know that it's gonna annihilate you but you do it anyway that pretty much sums it up the bridge of this song oh my god two headlights shine through the sleepless night and i will get you i'll get you alone it's so good i'm really i don't know if i'm gonna cut me singing out to be honest so if they're singing and you don't like it that's on you that's on you i don't know what to say okay the final song closing out this list is daylight which has been the song that i've been playing on repeat for the past week or so i've really grown a huge appreciation for the whole lover album the whole lover era and this song daylight first of all the chorus is so beautiful she says i don't want to look at anything else now that i saw you and i don't want to think of anything else now that i thought of you it's such a simple lyric just the grouping of those two lines next to each other and the way she sings it is like very chill too but it's just like so it's so simple, but it's so emotional. And, and then she has this one line, which is probably one of my favorite lyrics that she has ever written. And it's clearing the air, I breathed in the smoke. Clearing the air, I breathed in the smoke. So for background context, there's this other song called The Archer, which is also on Lover. And in that song, that song's kind of, The Archer is about... Um, basically just like her worst fears and anxieties and the things that keep her up at night. So she has this line in The Archer that says, I wake in the night, I pace like a ghost, the room is on fire, invisible smoke. Which is one of the best descriptions of anxiety that I've ever seen. But so that, that the second part of that, this line in Daylight, which is clearing the air I breathed in the smoke, is kind of in response to that, at least in my opinion. 
So in the first one, the room is metaphorically on fire and there's invisible smoke everywhere. And that's like kind of a physical imaginary manifestation of Taylor's anxiety. And then in daylight, she's ready to kind of like clear the air so that she can see better and go out into the world and finally like appreciate the things around her for what they are. But at first she has to like breathe in the smoke, which is really painful and it's bad for you and it hurts. Um, But it's something that she has to do for the like like for the greater purpose of her life so it's kind of about her like clearing this metaphorical space of the smoke and the fire but obviously it's like really painful to go through that healing process and it's also a line that she delivers in a very like calming and serene way she says like clearing like clearing the air i breathed in the smoke and it it like it's the last thing breathing in smoke is the last thing that you would expect to be in a song about like healing but it is a great metaphor i guess if you're still here you made it i'm done i also made it i've been talking for quite some time and i just want to say that if you listen to this on normal speed like on one time speed You are such a real one because I would never be able to do that. I actually listen to all of my podcasts and watch all of my YouTube videos on um, two times speed. Actually, I'm getting better now. Now I'm more like 1.75-ish. And it's because I'm psychotic. I'd probably listen to my podcasts on two times speed. But if you listen to it on normal speed, if you were here for the whole like 20, 30 minutes, wow, am I grateful that you are in my life. I hope that you have a beautiful day, beautiful night, whenever you are listening to this. You are the best. And if you haven't in a while, go drink some water because hydration is key. And I just winked and you didn't see it. I'll see you in the next one. Okay, bye.